and welcome to episode 47 of the Early Game Podcast. Today we talk about our impressions of God of War Ragnarok, as well as some gaming news, including the announcement of Control 2, The Last of Us potentially going free to play, and Warzone 2 Season 1. <laughs> Enjoy! Welcome to the podcast. Back again. Back again, John. Just you and I. I know, we're closing in on 50 now. Yeah. Exciting. Special something for We've spent a lot of time in the studio. Yeah, we have. Um, but yeah, still going strong. We had a really nice special episode last week with Sabrina. I really loved that. She was great as usual. Yeah, I think uh, listening back, we did a pretty good job of uh, making the LOL world digestible for people that don't know anything about LOL. Yeah, and uh, you you were again really good. It reminded me of... You, you took in a similar <laughs> role as in the FIFA podcast where you... Oh, try to pepper in questions for, yeah, the yeah. amateurs at home, the layman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well done. Thank you very much. And yeah, but now back to a regular episode, just you and I yeah. in the studio. Back to classic gaming news. Yeah, it's already dark outside. It's winter's coming. I know, truly. Perfect time for new games. Yeah, and perfect time for a specific game. Yes, yeah, which I think many of our listeners will be very aware of. Well, I think everyone will be aware of. Biggest release of the year, probably the biggest single-player release of the year. I think It or Elden Ring will be the real two that are, like, that's a fighting f- it out. Yeah, that's uh, that's a yeah. fight of the titans. We're, of course, talking about God of War Ragnarok. Yes, yeah. It's finally here. We've been finally. waiting for four years. And I've played it a lot. Um, <laughs> we're now recording... Uh, not quite a week uh, since release. I played around 25 hours. Okay, nice. And I would say, as like a first verdict, that it's in many ways even better than I thought it would be. Okay. I'm, I was actually surprised by the game more than I thought I would be. Um, which maybe has to do with expectation because... Um, we, we actually never ended up talking about this, but the game had a weird ca- uh, kind of marketing campaign leading up to it, and they didn't show that much, and it wasn't really clear why or what they're no. doing there. It was a confident marketing position, wasn't it? If the game hadn't been good, it would look like, oh, that's why you didn't show us anything. But no, it is good. It, it, was it, is, a it is very good. And the thing is that like for a lot of what we saw... Um, it looked very similar to the first game, and in many ways, it is very similar. Like the gameplay is very similar. There's some significant changes, um, but it is it is it is a similar game. However, what that ended up doing, and which which kind of worked in their favor, is that the game is, in in many ways, also in the gameplay, full of surprises. And I was I'm constantly surprised when playing this game, and it's yeah. actually not. It feels ends up feeling very different from the first game. Okay. Uh, in in the way that I'm personally extremely into. Um, maybe I don't know where to begin because there's so much going on. It's a huge game. Yeah. It's a huge game. I was um, I'm constantly thinking while playing this game. I'm constantly thinking back to The Last of Us Part Two, and I think this game is kind of doing a similar thing where it's it's taking the the foundation of the first of its predecessor and, and blowing it up. Yeah. like a much bigger scale although i would say it seems already like it's done it more successfully it's not divisive like the last of us 2 it seems like universally people like god of war ragnarok yeah i mean the last of us 2 is doing very radical things with 
its characters and structure and its story, which uh, Ragnarok does very different things from the first game, but it's nothing that divisive. Yeah. It's just very surprising and really a really big it's 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 the whole scope of the game is is so widened compared to the first one i read one tweet that said this makes feel this makes the first game feel like a proof of concept like okay, a, like yeah. a demo or yeah, something yeah 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 it's like it feels ve- and, and that is not a small game either but it is in comparison to this it feels very slight um they 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 blew up everything to such a degree it's so much bigger the characters there way more characters um the story is way more complex there's so much going on all the time so many twists and turns you're always um one surprise after another the gameplay is maybe the part where the the least amount changed but this it's like small but important changes more of a refining exact process and it feels really good and I, and you can tell that like there's like a few systems that changed which feel pretty good but also things like like just how it feels to 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 attack it's like much smoother i think there's like a much bigger input um um priority so you can just very it feels very quick very smooth even more so than the first one it feels really really good but if you if you played the first one you you roughly know how this one plays it's more in the structure and the story that the game really went overboard yeah it has a negative connotation but i mean it's I, I didn't expect it to be this like epic it already feels like i played for two seasons of game of thrones or something yeah it's like so dense and 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 so epic and so in, enjoyable and everything it does how do they do the so in the first one with the world it was yeah. it was an open world but it was kind of uh i won't say you know railroad to just you're taking from a to b and you went but it was kind of semi-open world do you know what i mean that you could go freely but there was a general path to take kind of like how kind of like how dark souls games are have an open world but there's a path is this one more here's a map more free and open or did you feel like it was kind of go here then go there or so in the first one you had that one central hub in midgard and that was like your main open world area and i think there were two other areas i would say Maybe even just one other area where you could also explore a little bit and and have had like a smaller version of a hub basically. Now every realm you go to, almost every realm, is a hub. Okay. But it 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 very cleverly mixes different modes where um I would say I would roughly say it, it works in three modes. There's like this like hub free roam mode where the game where like one of your companions will explicitly tell you, oh, Kratos, there's like some stuff we could do here on the side. Maybe we should do the side stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. I'll, I'm the gonna... devs whispering in your ear. And I have to say the side content is also significantly stronger than in the first game. Yeah, because that's the first game, which I would say is maybe not criticism. It was just that's not maybe what it was designed to do, but it wasn't as much of a... You, you weren't wrapped up in other quests like you can be in RPGs. Yeah, and it felt a bit tacked on. It was quite... You did like pretty random stuff <laughs> yeah. uh free some dragons or whatever and or it, don't it, yeah, or it, was, don't. yeah. It, it was cool but it wasn't very memorable or exciting yeah and here they're doing a much better they they still have some of those quests but they're in the, lo- in the in super minority there's like one quest i did one side quest that i would say is like on that level of like some random ghost tells you hey 
my son is dead and he has a treasure. Can you go free our spirits and get the treasure? Yeah. Which is uh, every, which is uh, all the side quests were like that in the first game. And here there's like one or two. And the other ones are much more... Um, they they usually related to Kratos or one of the characters to their stories. So they might have like a meaningful impact on Very the main meaningful. story or like, characters. I would say if you don't do the side quest, you miss out on a lot of extra lore and character moments and story that like a lot of which could have been part of the main story. Like that's how yeah. good and impactful it is. Like um, I'm trying to be very careful with spoilers while talking today. Yeah, but yeah. Um, a certain side character who played a big role in the first game is also very present in this one. And their, you, um, their story is almost completely told through uh, a side quest chain. Okay. That took me like two or three hours of exploring a, a a hub world and going through different stages and so so many amazing uh, so much amazing dialogue between th- that character and Kratos, and it was really amazing, very very strong stuff. Like even in the side content, um, so you have like those hubs, and then you have like um, two types of linear levels. One which is like quite linear, but you have like a lot of side paths to take. It's like, oh, solve a little puzzle here to get to a chest. Yeah, yeah. Or stuff like this. And then you also have a lot more very, like, super linear levels where the game will, like, almost take control away from you and be like, okay, you have, like, now... It's a very linear corridor kind of thing, and it's a very story foc. It has a lot more of these, like, very story-focused moments. Yeah. Um, That can be a better direction for a game that's quite cinematic, though, can't it? Because it sets up those beats. Whereas if you leave it in the player's hands, they might get there in some ludicrous way that robs the moment of all tension yeah. or they might you know get there slowly while doing other things yeah I, I, exactly and i think the game is incredibly smart or the developers developers were incredibly smart about using these different types of missions to or, or uh, types of gameplay to to pace the game really well like i think it's extraordinarily well paced especially in the first half yeah it's speaking like of pace of the first perfect. half the, the first game opens with quite a I don't think it's long. It doesn't feel long at the moment because it's very enjoyably and well done. But there's a lot of that kind of world setting, character introduction, and then that quite that quite slow opener where you are kind of collecting wood and then talking with Atreus for a long time before you feel like you're playing a game. Do they kind of accept... It? Does it feel like they've made this game for people that are already fans? They kind of accept you know this in the world or do they do that slower table setting intro again? They, they, the intro is very similar to the first game, almost in a way where it's like they try to mirror it at okay. some points. Uh, you have a very similar kind of encounter with, um, I mean, I have to, this. If it's right at the beginning, I think you can get away with it, with it not being a spoiler. If it happens in the first 30 minutes. Of you game, see it in right? the trailer as well. Okay, then I think you're okay. Okay, you're being visited by Odin and Thor. Okay. Which is an amazing moment, an amazing introduction to those two characters who are, brilliantly written and acted. I love them so much. Every time they're on screen, I, I, I'm so happy. I love them so much. And uh, Odin, Odin offers you an accord, and Kratos obviously doesn't accept. No, no, of and course then, not. And then Thor starts fighting you. And you have like a first boss fight with Thor. Yeah. And that's very similar to the uh, first fight with Baldur in the first game, where he just suddenly knocks on your door and is like, I know who you are, and then you fight. Yeah, and yeah. It's like a very, very similar uh, rhythm to it. Um, and you do a lot of stuff around it. The beginning's also very slow. I would say that the game in general is quite slow because it, it it has so much more to tell about this world and these characters and Ragnarok and 
so many other mysteries surrounding these characters in this event and every world is like full of stories as well it has a lot to tell you whereas where the first game felt very um very intimate and you it, it blew up in certain moments with like the Mimir character and things like this this game quite quickly you realize oh, okay this that it, it very slowly builds a lot of different things up in the story okay and a lot of lore and things like this so i would say it's generally quite slow but it it it, it that doesn't mean that the pace is like you, you you i would say there's only like a few bits where i thought oh, okay this could or should have been uh either linear moments that could have been um shorter or kind of side content where I was like, ah, I am not fully loving this. Yeah. Don't know if I had to do this. But that was very it rare. Seemed Otherwise, you'd be holding circle even when the option's not there for you. Yeah. And um especially the linear moments, like it really moves you along and, and, and they're very smart about mixing cutscenes and QTEs and a little bit of exploration and, and fights and puzzles. Like it's all used like all the tools they have are used very cleverly, I think. Yeah. To really move you along all the time. Um so yeah, it is generally quite slow, but I'm really enjoying that because I'm really like, you know, like just bathing in everything this game has to offer, which is really a lot. I can't stop emphasizing how much yeah. there's going on. I'm 25 hours. By the time, like 25 hours was the full length of the first game. Yeah. Like with side content. And I feel like I'm not near the end. Like no. I'm in the middle of the game. It's now begun. You're now in the act two. Um, Two or three. Let's say it's <laughs> okay. hard to say because because of that pacing as well as like yeah, and that is one thing that I've seen people criticize. I personally like it a lot that it does a similar thing as of, uh, of uh, that the first game did where you're doing a thing and you're like okay, there's a problem we need to solve the problem. You solve the problem, you go two steps. Oh, there's another problem out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it it kind of does the same thing. It's not as annoying because the first game was really bad about this. It's like oh, let's go up the mountain. Oh, there's some black mist of how could we do it it's like always some fantasy yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a bit smarter there's a log about it. across the pathway it technically does the same thing but it's it's a bit smarter about it so there's not like one goal you act towards it's more like okay we we have to solve all these different problems but it it keeps going in the direction of ragnarok like that's the end goal of the game okay so more of a clear end goal which the yeah. first one didn't have as much not that it's to a fault but just that was the way it was structured whereas in this one there is more of a clear this is what's coming. This is what yeah. we're working towards. But it is it is similar. Just everything is is, is bigger in this. So and more. needless to say, I'm guessing the game looks and sounds beautiful. Of course, I mean yeah, it's a yeah, it's yeah. a first party Sony title. It's incredible. Even I'm playing it on a PS4 Pro, yeah. and I'm constantly astonished by how great the game not just looks but runs as well. Like, uh, not even the loading screens are super long. It it's a smooth 30, which is fine on console, I think. And it looks great. Like, I think it also looks a little better than the first game, but more stylistically because there's, like I said, so many more different things going on. You you now go to every realm where before you were only in six of the nine realms. Okay. And every all the new realms are, like, really amazing. And um, there's just so much, so many gorgeous things going on all the time okay. um and all the big moments are super impressive as well again and it, it, it all runs perfectly well i didn't encounter a single bug i think oh that's really impressive yeah. Yeah, it's very very well polished and, yeah. and super super impressive 
Okay, well, yeah, that bit, as we say, you've got to remind yourself to uh, give them props for that because you just we so expected it to be. Yeah. I knew if there was going to be a problem with God of War, it wasn't going to be buggy or that it didn't look good. No, th- that's something you can always count on with, with these Sony titles, and it absolutely delivers on their front. Like, I would yeah. say it's like one of the best-looking games I've ever played. Okay, okay. I, um, I'm, I'm really enjoying that part of it as well. Like, it's constantly, like, offering something that makes me kind of go like wow that, that looks amazing okay that's nice so there's quite a lot of those spectacle moments yeah that which too. i remember there was from the first and a lot of those big monsters and the kind of grandeur of that world because you're dealing with gods and not yeah. men they do ex- they do express that well visually yeah and like it's uh, uh, that is also something that is really upped from the first game like because you are um experiencing this like epic really epic big story while also so you have a lot more boss fights for example and a lot more impressive i fought so many huge monsters (laughs) and they're all really cool and different and and incredibly impressive fights like super cool set pieces um and what's maybe most to me like most um impressive is that they never lose the heart of of the story, which is the characters, and especially Kratos and Atreus. Yeah, um, as you said, as you said in your review, it's a father son story. Let's not get it's not a mindless. I don't want to say the Dark Souls example again, but just go and kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, that that is actually so astonishing about this that they managed to do like really. I almost teared up at multiple moments in this game <laughs> because it's like so moving. Yeah, uh, especially there. Uh, dynamic but every character like every, almost every character from the first game is back and there's a bunch more and they're all amazingly written and acted and characterized but especially those two have like so many moments also some in the side stuff like I mentioned but in the in this story as well that like really moved me and I was like that's amazing five minutes ago I father a fucking huge wolf yeah you see this man like pull the arms off a creature but now yeah. because he might be slightly emotionally yeah. hurt you're actually yeah it's 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 really amazing how it pulls that off and I, I can see that being something that doesn't necessarily work for people especially with this game that can't be bloated if um and i would i would i would also say it does in some degrees it's um the kind of expansion of scale it doesn't pull off perfectly well in every moment but uh, for something that big to also manage to land these intimate moments, it, ha- it still has that intimate feeling of the first yeah. game while still being about basically a world ending, like basically about the apocalypse and everything surrounding that. It's, it's super great. I'm really enjoying experiencing that. It sounds kind of like, well, I think we sort of thought it would, didn't we? I think when we were speaking about it, I don't think we spoke about the pod, but in the office and just generally, I think we expected this to be a pretty great game. Yeah. It was, you know, it wasn't risky. We had a slight, hmm, why aren't they marketing it more? But yeah. I think, yeah, as you well, as you said then, they've come out with an outstanding game. But if there was anything, you know, if, there, if you had to push, come to shove, gun to your head, it, are there negatives to this? Is that you mentioned it might feel slightly bloated? But I guess that's subjective, is it? Or yeah, I, I've I've definitely seen some other people being more critical of that than I am because I just love being in this world. I love being with these characters, and the game very much banks on that. Like yeah, it very much expects, or not not expect, but it rewards a feeling of familiar familiarity with with the characters and the world. 
That's probably and, good. They've established such a kind yeah. of loyal fan base with the first. And I say uh, first, it's not the fourth, but you know what I mean. This yeah. generation of God of War games. It also is is even better than the first game about dealing with the original trilogy. There's okay. a lot more. Kratos talks a lot more about what he actually did back then. Okay. And his wife actually plays a bigger role, the one who dies in the first game. That's cool. That's and, cool. Um, even though that was all the first game was about, yeah. this one is even stronger in that regard. But yeah, like that is something, and like what you. Um, in a way can criticize about this game is that it doesn't really have that original spark that the previous game had. When that came out, it was like, whoa, what is this? This is crazy. Yeah. Um, God of War has never been like this and the Leviathan X, for example, is a gameplay thing. Yeah. It's so, it's one of the coolest weapons ever. Like, the, I think when I first played that game, I spent like 10 minutes just standing throwing, in the woods, yeah. throwing it and recalling it. Yeah. And it doesn't really have that kind of original thing, that kind of original idea. Um, in that sense, it, 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 it like I said, it, it does keep surprising you in ways that I didn't really expect. Yeah. And that is, that is great, but it doesn't have anything. It does have new things. I, again, I'm trying to be careful. Uh, about what I say, it has new things and cool new things, and it it um, it doesn't make the mistake that I feared they would do, which is to repeat the same game too much. They really um, shuffle things around way more than I thought they would do. Okay, but yeah, it it doesn't have anything like that moment of, okay, you are Kratos, you are a different person in this new world. You have a son, you have this cool axe. Like all those things that felt completely new in the first game, it's not. There's not nothing that quite hits that high of okay. in, like original, new idea. But in a way, you would from God of War Ragnarok, we probably would have wanted them to do what they've done instead, right? Rather than yeah. throw us off too much with any new world or yeah, I think completely throw it all away and start again, sort of thing. I, I think they just step outside of the confines of the first game enough where it's like not irritating or like it makes sense yeah can i like very quickly can we do a spoiler round because you know some things about the game okay shall we do then right here so if you're listening here spoiler alert for minimum five minutes should we say um i say one minute i just want to talk just about one minute. thing okay. that i so really just in your podcast yeah. app whatever just skip forward a couple of minutes from this point spoiler alert now yes I'll also put in time yeah. codes. Okay, nice. You're I absolutely free. loved that you play as Atreus. Which, okay. you, prob <laughs> which you probably... Yeah, I, was I that knew. in the spoilers? That was in the spoilers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, And I was completely surprised that they did that. And um, I think they did a really good job of making you feel completely different from Kratos, but also not like you're playing a different game or anything. It fit really well. Do you use a bow as him? Is it kind of yeah. like the last of us going to Ellie yeah. and that? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you have yeah. the bow, but you also hit with the bow. Okay. So you have uh, the melee as well. And he also is like very agile. He does like martial art, basically. He like cool. sweep, sweep kicks the enemies and stuff. Yeah. While also you, and you have like the, the, the special abilities that you have when you play Kratos. Yeah. That you can trigger for a trace you, you directly control. Oh, that's cool. Surely a co-op mode is being made somewhere. <laughs> someone, somewhere I'm sure they tried it. In a pitch <laughs> meeting to Sony, someone um, is suggesting that. So that kind of thing, you know, where yeah. it's like, okay, that was a huge surprise, um, but it feels coherent to the game. 
I think that's exactly what they need to keep yeah. it mixed up as well. God of War is better at that. Rather than give you a thousand meaningless items that slightly vary it, they do the big, here's a whole new weapon that's going to change everything. And Atreus is like a fourth weapon, I guess. Uh, yeah. Or you, you, in in a, in a yeah. sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's, there's um, I would say, especially in terms of the narrative, but also in the gameplay, like so many things like that. Yeah. And and I really love that. And I think it's a smart approach. And they really nailed it. And it's a it's it's a special game. It's a tremendous game. It's 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 really, really um quite something. Wow, I'm really happy for them. I'm really happy for you as well yeah. that it was as good as you thought. I suppose then looking forward they'll probably do a third one to round it out in this world and this style. No, no. This or is, is the this last one. The final. Okay. Which makes sense for the huge scale. It's Ragnarok. It it yeah. feels like the second and third part of the of a trilogy okay like okay. that's how complex and like big the story feels yeah like i said it already feels like i played for two seasons of a series and then like i said not nowhere near the end no so there's hopefully still a lot coming okay to round everything off and it makes sense like they do a lot of like i said it feels like the second and third part of a trilogy yeah and hopefully they nailed i'm not at the end quite yet but i really hope they nail that because there's so it, there's very exciting build-up to everything, and I really hope it doesn't um, fall short. That would be that would be very sad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially if it is, you know, the last until they do a wholly new thing, yeah. as you say. Like they need to hit this home. Yeah. I, so I don't know what they'll do next. If there'll be a sequel, maybe where, they'll try yeah. a whole new, different uh, location. Like they'll try a different pantheon of gods. We yeah, still have uh, like Egypt left. Ancient Greece. Yeah, Egypt. And they could probably do like uh, South American as well, like oh, kind of yeah, yes. like Mayan gods. That would be very cool. Yeah, I want to see Kratos fuck with those those gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be quite a different um, sort of ecosystem as well, from like Greece and the kind of yeah. white marble now to the North European ice rivers, yeah. now to jungly tropics. Even though it's like, I mean. The different realms are very different climates as well. The first yeah. one you go to is like basically a subtropical peninsula. That's cool. It's cool that they have the <laughs> world to different. work with. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them is like a lava world. It's like a Super Mario level. Oh, <laughs> okay. Like, classic. Not uh, not not Rainbow Raceway or whatever. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. No, it's it's a silly lava thing. But yeah, it's it's a fantastic game, and I'm very happy with it. And I can't wait. Like I'm I'm doing producing a lot of content right now. Yeah. And um. Every time I write a guide or something, I'm like, I just want to play this fucking game. I can't, I can't wait. Well, I know that some of our listeners are playing it. One of them deliberately worked at home on the day it was being delivered, so he didn't get <laughs> that. Uh, we missed you. Sorry, you went in letter. So I know that, yeah, listeners to this show will be playing it now. So we could ask them for some yeah. email ins. Um, yeah. Maybe we could leave our early game emails or something in the description, so we can start an email in suggestion or something or so, whatever. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. If you have any thoughts, questions, want to talk about spoilers, I'm, I'm here. Nice. Open and ready to talk about games. Well, that was God of War then. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you wrote a great review. We'll leave that in the comments Thank as well. Thank you so much. Yeah, and I think uh, anyone at home, if you were on the fence, I think that was a thumbs up. You can go for Two it. You can spend the sure, money. Sure. It's good. They've delivered what we wanted. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Well, I mean, it feels like such a... It feels like such a... Uh, like come down to then speak about more mundane news. Well, I suppose it'll come down if we start with Control. That's exciting. That's new. That's up. That's a sequel. That's yes, forward um, looking. 
Well, have you played anything you want to talk about? House Coffee. We'll talk about it. I just think it's in psychology. <laughs> it wasn't actually like the funniest thing. Like on the Saturday, I was just, you saw in the um, RMWT oh, group. Oh, God. That I was just, a bit I, sad. I, I, just, yeah, I just logged on at nine. I just said, I'm not coming off till I have Platinum ARs. Join me if you want. I got Platinum ARs. All of them? Yeah. No, not all of them. I got the challenges unlocked. <laughs> Uh, which is like getting gold for all of them and then I got platinum on a few of them but it's just been camo grinding so it's, I can't I don't have anything interesting to share <laughs> yeah well we'll talk about more Call of Duty today and next week but yeah uh, on to some other news uh, Control 2 was announced uh, by Remedy Games very exciting to me personally again this is a very fire focus show no, uh, I mean, it's episodes. a... Uh, Have you played it, the first one? Yes, because it was free, not for very long, but it was free on PlayStation PS Plus. Think, PS right? Plus like, uh, November, like exactly a year ago or something. Or maybe it was longer. sooner. Or maybe longer, but it was at some point a free game on PS Plus. So I downloaded it then, and it was um, when the PS5 first came out. I remember it being like one of the first games that had like a native yeah. PS5 version or something. So I checked it out then as well, but not for too long. You're much more familiar with it. I yeah, believe you I, fully. I would say yeah. Control, the first Control is one of my favorite games of all time. I Wow. I knew you liked it. I didn't know you were like that much of a fan of it. I really love it. It was when I first got my um, super mega gaming laptop here. Yeah. Um, it was one of the first games I played because uh, I have an RTX card. And that was one of the first big games that really used ray tracing. And I mean, you're in a big marble building. Like, there's just fucking reflections everywhere. And you're just looking around, admiring the uh, light. Just admiring the reflections in 140 FPS. Like, oh, yeah. this is fucking gorgeous. Uh, it's a fantastic game. Um, Wait, should we... Why don't you explain to the listeners the main premise of Control? Like, so it's not a normal game. In the, well, it, well, well, you know what I mean. It goes for like a very unique uh, kind of mechanic that it's all based around. Why don't you explain that first? It's a very listeners? like, um, fuck, what is that show called in English? I need to call it. Uh, the X-Files. The X-Files. It's a very kind of like the X-Files, Twilight Zone kind of thing. Everything is weird in this game. Uh, you play as a woman called Jessie who... Uh, comes into a building called the federal government, uh, federal bureau of control, and that is a secret part of the government, who, uh, which um, investigates alien occurrences. And I literally mean out of this earth. Yeah. You know that kind of supernatural stuff. And then um, you find the director of the office, and he shot himself um, with a gun, and you pick up the gun, and then you become the director of control and you need to find your brother and your brother is has accidentally opened a realm to another world and let in an alien life form called the hiss and they're taking over everything in the bureau and it's full of weird shit it's a third person shooter it's by the people who made max Payne and alan wake and quantum break so it's a fantastic uh, third person shooter with superpowers basically like you you get powers from these alien life forms basically alien activities and you can fly, you can um, um, do like telekinesis to throw shit at enemies. And it's just mega, mega fun to play. Um, that weird weapon you find is also The kind like, of game that kind of mixes up the gameplay every yeah. other minute. So you're doing something wholly new every time you jump on. Yeah, exactly. And your gun is like an iconic video game weapon to me because it transforms into different forms. So it can be like a machine pistol or a sniper rifle or a shotgun. <laughs> and... Um, it just has this like, it's like the type of game that is actually really rare. Sorry, just had a 
culture of beer and I need to burp. Um, it's like a very rare, rare game where you where you see the vision they had and they just fucking nailed it from from first to last second. Yeah, they had I, this bizarre idea. They had this actually all bizarre came idea based on shitty TV shows and like uh, copy pasta horror stories, and it's all in there and it's all aesthetically coherent and then everything makes sense and it's fucking weird and 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 specific and special and cool. And there's so many, it's like one of those games also that keeps surprising you with just weird shit happening all the time, but like not in like a disturbing way and anything. It's like, yeah. okay, this is really fucking cool. It's like Twin Peaks or X, uh, X-Files or something. There's a and logic to it all. It's not just quirky for quirky's sake. Exactly. Like there's a vision and and they, they completely ran with it and nailed it. And it's super. It's it's a very very fun game as well to play. Like the gameplay is fantastic. Is it? Am I right in saying it might also be out on VR? Or they had oh. some plan to do VR? I don't, I know, don't know if they ever did uh, it. But I think was... they're they're working on a VR spinoff as well. Yeah. As well as a sequel, uh, which like a full sequel to the game. Which, I mean, I don't know if they even mentioned a release date. It's in early development. Yeah, because it was still very recent. The first one, so. Yeah, I, I think, think it's it was... more confirmation that we've got the go-ahead yeah. for a second rather than a normal, like, we're months away. Yeah, exactly. It, it was also, that was actually exactly the tone of the announcement. It was like, oh, we just signed a deal with the publisher. Let's go. I, uh, th- that's what yeah. I really like from, I might say small devs, you know, these people that worked on massive games. but from, It's a big studio. Yeah, it's a yeah. big studio. But I mean, from the, you know, from the smi- slightly smaller players, yeah. you get that kind of open sea, uh, openness and transparency with the audience, which is refreshing. And it's not the first time they're doing this, and I think it's very smart because you also that sends a signal. Like this game is probably still in like concept phase, and yeah. they're they're gonna. Um, this sends a signal like, hey, come come work on this game, that kind of thing. Yeah. They also did it with they're working on Max Payne remakes, full on like Unreal Engine Five remakes. They're also doing that. Alan Wake Two is a little bit further ahead. They're also yeah. working on that. It's really cool. Like Remedy is such a cool studio. Make these really cool, unique games. And it's cool to see that they found a way to keep doing them. Yeah, and, and keep... even in this strange environment yeah. where we're absolutely awash in microtransaction be asked. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they must have some really good like um, marketing people or like you know like salespeople. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who who make up the, all these deals that are obviously working very well for them. Like Max Payne's made in in cooperation with Rockstar. Which is really strange. Rockstar, that Rockstar never does that. would agree to Disney yeah. like this, yeah, yeah, uh, and and now this and things like that. And no, thank really you. Cool. We'll keep it in house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's really cool. And yeah, they haven't said anything. Um, just that it's going to be a full blown sequel. That that's a quote, and that's it. But I mean, it's coming, and the first game's good. So I mean, maybe even uh, listeners, if you're a player P- PS Plus subscriber, and you just automatically would get all games added to library, even if you didn't download them check and you might have control yeah. if not it's probably very I think, cheap uh, i might look this up in post-production i think it's in one of the ps plus tiers as well okay so maybe even sure. if you have it's, one of those playstation plus premium or whatever it's called it might also be on game pass i played it on game pass but that was a year ago I well then well then however I'll, however you plan to access the game it should be free or cheap yeah, yeah. and highly highly reco- recommend it yeah yeah very nice well that's to look forward to yeah Speaking of games to look forward to, or games that we're worried about, should we talk The Last of Us? The free-to-play, what's going to happen? So, uh, The Last of Us um, is, is getting a multiplayer offshoot. Uh, the Last of Us 2. Yeah. And 
it's going to be a standalone game. Yeah, and we all assumed at first that it was going to be exactly like The Last of Us 1's multiplayer, which The Last of Us 2 didn't have, which is just like a third-person shooter, 4v4, with just like Team Deathmatch or Capture the Flag, basically. And it was great. And it was great. It was good fun. Um, Yeah, it was really good fun. Uh, it worked well. It was quite minimalist. It was clearly like, we've got the assets, we've got the environments, let's just cobble together a multiplayer, and it works fine. Yeah. works really well. It, it is was, good fun. Very fun. And so we all thought that Last of Us 2 was going to come with that. Then they said, no, it's a standalone. So we thought it would just be the Last of Us 2's version of Faction Standalone. But yeah. who have they recently hired? So, um, yeah, they, 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 we don't know what this game's going to be. Officially, they only said it's going to be a standalone thing and it's going to be as big as our single-player titles. But um, there's been so one job listing that is apparently not filled yet for something called a Life Ops pop producer, which suggests it's going to be... A, 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 oh, my God, I touched the mic. I don't know what this is going to cause. Uh, it's probably fine. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a live service game. And then they also hired uh, someone who worked at uh, um, on Fortnite for long years. <gasps> dun, as dun, dun, it, the worst a, name in gaming. It's it's a beautiful <laughs> job title as well. Uh, let, let me look it up. Uh, and you will you will immediately know what this means. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was hired as a principal monetization designer. So a monetization designer from Fortnite. Alarm bells are ringing, listener. Alarm. When you realize, yeah. Um, I mean, this is a very strong, those two things are very strong hints that yeah. this will probably be a free-to-play games as a service. Probably a BR or a BR-like. If if, I, if, if if the most cynical part of me comes out, it'll be, oh, they're trying to do what everyone's trying to do, which is the massive free live service yeah, BR where you make pass and... dollar off yeah. Battle Pass and microtransactions. Probably, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, um, unfortunately. I don't know. I feel like the thing is, I mean, yeah, it's probably most likely this. Also, since I think at some point last year, Jim Ryan, who's like the head of Sony America's Entertainment and uh, Interactive, whatever it's called, Yeah. Uh, said they want like 10 games as a service titles until like the end of 2023 or something like that. Uh, cool. Or 2024 or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And uh, it's probably going to be one of those. Um, I can actually see a Last of Us BR or something like that being really cool. I think, I think if it leaned into being more like Tarkov, I think I know that's a name we hear a thousand and one times because everyone's trying to make the PvPVE to go with their BR. But I think in this case, having one that genuinely would be with that really grim, dark environment with the kind of high tall grass and the foggy mists everywhere and the abandoned houses, like something like that with the kind of hyper jeopardy of uh, Tarkov where there are a few engagements, but they really matter and you can lose everything and you're hearing and playing around the environment for each other. That kind of thing could work well. If it's a straight up, like if I'm jumping off the battle bus to go and land in like... A really like rotten battle yeah, bus. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in Rainbow Rivers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Playing my six string, then no. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. I, I mean, mean, it does have the environment for it. Like, it yeah. could be like, it does have, uh, it, you could see there being really suspenseful, going around Seattle, yeah. like a really dense, they always did suburban areas well in The Last of Us with those houses. I hope they don't make it third person, but they will. That's fine. Oh, of course. Yeah, they have to for The Last of Us. But I, I, I still think that can really work. I mean, I think Fortnite is a very fun shooter. Uh, yeah, I mean, people love to hate just, it, but you're right, it's well in, made. As in a, a third-person BR, which is 
and PUBG and things like that can work. That's fine. Uh, yeah, although although uh, if it's like Tarkov like and you're trying to make it really suspenseful, I don't want any of this kind of hanging around walls like you know. But you'll, the you'll have you'll, the... you'll have the Last of Us uh, hearing thing. Oh you, yeah, you will have the detective yeah, mode. Yeah, so you'll have that thing. anyway. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, I just hope. I mean, yeah, I think it's a pretty safe bet to say this will be like a free to play game. I hope they still do. Uh, even if they do a battle royale, they still do the old factions because I really yeah, miss that. I, me too. They're not. Excuse me. I'm in a very burpy mood today, listeners. Um, I miss that kind of thing. Um, I yeah. miss those kind of multiplayer games that are not Call of Duty. Like yeah, that's, that's kind well, of the you only have one the four v six v six small like arcade shooters. Like I like them as well. And the Last of Us one, the the factions was banging. I like, loved it. it. Really I played good. it for many many hours i yeah. really love them and 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 the, the gameplay the yeah, gameplay yeah. in part two is way stronger so uh, having factions with that would be amazing i think a better way out of this would also be fun the question is oh, of course and i think that's something that they're probably spend a long time working on is how to keep this going as a games as a service title i'm not sure i feel like you would quite quickly run into a problem with customization and they don't have many, a huge host cool of characters skins. or weapons or like it's not something that's like you naturally think of in the last of us like you could take every character that speaks in the last of us part two and it'd be less than the multiverse starting roster or the yeah. mw2 operators or something yeah and like you can't really sell like funky skins or something. You can't, you you feel like you'd be, it would absolutely run against what The Last of Us was if someone was going around in like a, you know, bunny chicken costume. suit or a bunny that, costume. That's what yeah. they did with the Uncharted 4 multiplayer, which I also played a lot, which was also great. Um, and that was still in the loot box era. Oh no. And um, yeah, you would buy loot boxes and then get, I, I think you could also just, I'm pretty sure I just straight up bought a bunny costume for Nathan Drake, <laughs> if I remember correctly. I mean, it was like 10 years ago. So yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. But uh, they can't do that. So, I see quite some limitation there. But I mean, uh, we won't see this game until next year. That's, they already said that. So I Even mean, then, I think... So this year's almost over. This anyway, year's so. almost all over. And even then, it's the kind of game I can see them getting delayed and delayed again and again. But we'll yeah, I, I think... I mean, there's no pressure to deliver this. No. Um, it's going to be... No, I don't think anyone's like clamoring for this, but it's like, oh, that's interesting. I'll also, check because out, we don't thing. know what it's going to be. Like we know it's yeah. gonna be different from factions one. Yeah. So And we're only guessing with the BR part. They might do like something entirely new. Yeah, we'll see. Uh interesting for sure. Worth keeping an eye on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um we have one last thing to talk about today. Looking forward, yes. Slash news. It's it's a crossover. Slash news, it's a crossover, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um Warzone two and MW two are getting the first season boom does it have a cool title does it have a cool title no it doesn't like at the moment it's just season, season of one. destruction or something yeah normally they call it like Rese- uh, no, yeah. not Rese- resurrection the name of the but yeah 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 ascend yeah 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 but no nothing no it's just warzone season one unfortunately um there's not even like a strong theme because it's the first season um but i guess that's fine it's like they're getting the feet wet they're getting the feedback, but there's going to be loads. Yeah, I mean, by the time listeners you listen to this, it'll be live, so I won't give you exact start times. Or probably like same that. minute. I I plan to get this out on oh, Wednesday. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So probably if you're listening to this, Warzone Two is out now. Yeah. 
as is its mode DMZ and Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it, it's great. I mean, if you're liking Modern Warfare 2, you're getting, like, um, Shoot House and Shipment, which, fine, they're returning maps. It's kind of for the grind, but I think this early into the game, when everyone's still getting weapons and getting camos and stuff, it's... I don't have a problem with them just putting in those completely grind core maps like Shipment, although it would be nice to think new, but I'll be annoyed at them if they don't do that by season two. Yeah. Uh, but the big ones was until, of course, I mean, we'll play a lot and then we'll talk next week on our views. They're trying to turn it into, they're trying to make it more of a traditional BR like Blackout was with a backpack system um, and with, you know, attachments like Apex has. Warzone to like the standard mode. The standard okay. mode. Um, which I don't know if that'll work because Warzone's big thing is that they made BRs work really well for console because it was kind of slimmed down and simplified. More accessible, and I would say. More accessible. You never had to go through a menu, which is hard to do on a controller. So we'll see how it pays off. The DMZ, I think we saw, and that does look like a disappointment to me at least. But I think if you didn't own Modern Warfare 2, you'll be really happy that this is in there. This is their like Tarkov mode. And we saw like the first like full trailer and we got an Intel drop a few days ago. And it's kind of what you'd expect. You go in, you pick missions and you loot things and you do missions. And then if you extract successfully, you keep your staff. What is cool and I didn't think they would do is they are adding the uh, risk of when you die, you lose what's in your backpack. So that's quite cool. That adds a bit of tension to the mode. But from what we saw of streamers, this map is just so big and there are so few players. You just you might never run into anyone and it's just like doing objectives yeah. around a massive map VAI. I won't love it, but as I say, if you own M if you don't own MW2, but you are a serious Warzone player, this will be a godsend for leveling weapons because it'll be chill, put a podcast in, go and, you know, do have, have a lovely VAI time with your boys and the quasi apocalypse yeah yeah exactly. Could, exactly could be a good preparation for the last of us too <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. going um, around our Masara. i i saw like a little bit of gameplay of dmz and i thought it looked weird uh, there's something about it that feels off it's like yeah. this is not it feels kind of tacked on yeah 100 percent. because it's like the same map and it's still massive and it's kind of you know, the AI aren't something they massively focus... They say every year, improved AI, but, like, it's yeah. not... It's never going to be a big focus of COD. And it looks... Yeah, it doesn't look bad. It's just I didn't see any moments of real tension and, like, oh, my God, did I just think about that quick hype? Like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose all this amazing shit. Yeah. And it didn't have that thing from the division where it's, like... Because, because the way that they always want to do it is to basically get you to buy MW2, level the weapons and buy their blueprints. They haven't put anything seriously rewarding in DMZ. So I don't think you're ever going to be there like, oh my God, I can't lose this. I cannot lose this blueprint. You're going to be like, oh, that sucks. Let's load up and go again. You're not going to like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You're we'll not going to care enough. I, don't um, I think at least you will probably have yeah, you will. You have got I'll to have at least it. try it. Uh, yeah, try it I'll have at least tried it out. I won't have time this week, unfortunately. But um, the week after, the week after, I will try out Warzone if okay. if I can make space on my fucking PS4. Isn't it like hundred something gigs again? <sighs> yeah, it's, it's like, obnoxious again. You basically, basically that's gonna, that's yeah. a form of colonialism, honestly. The way that they they just conquering my my console mm. and hogging all the space. It's yeah, like, fuck off, Activision. It, like, without an external hard drive it's getting really hard to be a cod player and play anything else yeah yeah it really That's is just based on pure storage <laughs> this is exactly what they want okay maybe in a couple of weeks we'll come back and do our thoughts yeah as they're going in now i'm excited for what they're offering in for modern warfare season one 
and I'm excited for Warzone, but DMC looks like a disappointment. We'll, we'll touch base in yep. a couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll we'll see, and then uh, you will have the ultimate judgment of Warzone 2 and DMZ. And then you'll know, because yeah. we can decide, we can do the thinking for Objective you. Objective judges, Objective I would say. judges. Absolutely. But I'll... maybe next week we'll do a controversial World Cup special for the FIFA World Cup, mate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We we'll might, see. we might. We might. I will not be able to play any video games this week for personal reasons. So I will not touch the World Cup mode in FIFA. But maybe we can get our FIFA expert Lucas back in. Yeah. For 10 minutes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, give us, give us the rundown of how's the World Cup. Because there's a lot going on. I've been talking to him all day in the office. And he just keeps rattling off all these names of events and objectives and yeah. promos. And it's like, isn't that, didn't you already say that? No, no, yeah. that's a different thing. And then there's four more things. So like, many things in FIFA and event packages. So fucking for tired. the event package, for the super special trophy promo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, but remember, these aren't the same as Icon Legends. Yeah. And he showed me some of the like grinding he has to do to get some rewards. And I was like, bro. Yeah. I'm so... That's I'm, a job. I'm kind of... I mean, I haven't played FIFA in like two weeks. And it feels nice. <laughs> 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 I do miss... Like like I said in the first podcast first book we talked about, FIFA. I still really enjoy the gameplay, but it's just too too stressful. God it's of like War having, has been cleansing on your soul. Go, yeah, absolute perfect timing. I've been playing FIFA and COD like a fucking yeah yeah um, a casual ca- yeah filthy casual, <laughs> um, and it's like these like really toxic horrible games. Yeah yeah. Um, and now it's like oh look at this beautiful piece of art. And yeah. It's it's a beautiful story and I love everything. And... Where do I pay for? No 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 no. Put your wallet away. <laughs> What you've already paid enjoy the experience where yeah. are the packs <laughs> yeah, yeah where are the packs tra- suddenly yeah. Atreus starts opening packs like yeah. Kratos I need your credit card oh I've only got bronze <laughs> Kratos I need to spend thousands if I want icon pro Kratos uh, but yeah FIFA's still going FIFA's still going well maybe next week then we'll see we'll see <laughs> and with that hesitance we um, release you into the evening yeah or morning or whenever you listen to this whenever wherever yeah thanks for listening uh don't forget to rate this show uh review it if you can and share it with your with your best friends or your best enemies if you hate us yeah so, um, look yeah, let's yeah. do us off the podcast <laughs> yeah exactly um uh, yeah that's it perfect Goodbye. well nice episode cheers, cheers.